Hello and welcome to Stockcast Invest Wisely, the podcast about investing smartly and achieve the financial freedom that we all are aiming for. What's up guys? Welcome to another exciting episode of Stockcast Invest Wisely. Today I am going to share with you one of the most innovative company in the interactive fitness area which probably most of you have never heard about. I believe this company is disrupting the fitness industry and we want to own the companies which are disrupting instead of being disrupted. Just like Netflix disrupted the cinema and theater industry, Sony and Microsoft disrupted the video game industry, Spotify turned upside down the music industry and in some ways actually saved the music industry, and Amazon did the same with the bookstores, traditional bookstores. And I believe this company is probably going to do the same with the traditional health clubs and boutique fitness operators industry. This is the largest interactive fitness platform in the world. It has a sticky product and it has a really nice subscription-based service. It makes its own hardware like bikes and treadmills which has integrated touch screens and speakers. It makes its own software and cloud service and it live streams daily unbelievable 30 hours of workouts. On the top of that, it has thousands of on-demand classes already accessible from their own cloud. Not only that, this innovative company has its own retail network of around 103 stores all around the world. In fact, they opened one store in one of the most prime location in my own city. And during this whole crisis, they did that. And on top of that, they have their own logistics network. Hence, it is fully vertically integrated, just like Apple's and Tesla's of the world. Now let's talk about some numbers before I finally reveal the name of this company. Over the last years, their revenue has grown 100% every year on annual basis. In 2020, their revenue was around 1.8 billion dollars, while in 2019 it was just under 1 billion dollars. So they are they are increasing their revenue rapidly. Here I must say the pandemic also played a role as all the fitness centers were closed all around the world and thus people preferred to do their workouts at home and then that's why they also decided to upgrade their home workout setups. But not only revenue, their subscriptions and total number of workouts are also increasing exponentially. So the company is giving more and more value to its customers. I'm personally using their subscription service and I can say from my own experience that it does make my workouts more personal and enjoyable. It's as if you have your own personal trainer interacting with you. Sometimes you even get called out. If you are not doing training hard enough, then the trainer will call you out, "Hey, you you need to do more harder workout." And if if it's someone's birthday, then the trainer also calls out the, that person as well. So it gives a nice 
personal touch and makes the whole experience more personal and enjoyable. So before I give you more information about the company, let me finally give you the name, and that is Peloton, with a ticker symbol P-T-O-N. If you have not heard about this company before, then that's the value you get from this podcast, where you get to know the up-and-coming innovative companies. So Peloton has market cap of around $44 billion and is currently trading at around $148. And it has appreciated uh, significantly over the last few months and even years. And this pandemic also uh, accelerated the share price as well. But I still believe it has more room for growth even after the pandemic goes away. What I really find impressive is the NPS score of Peloton. It has 94 NPS for North American bike owners. And that was in July 2020. NPS means net promoter score and it's a metric for assessing customer loyalty for, for the brand or the product or the service. And it is calculated by subtracting the percentage of the detractors from the percentage of promoters. Just as a comparison, Apple NPS score is just 47. And that shows you how strong is the Peloton's brand and product loyalty. On the top of that, Peloton management is so ambitious that they are not happy with this 94 NPS. They are actually aiming for 100 NPS. Well, only time will tell if they can achieve that. The other ambitious goal that they have is to get 100 million subscribers. And currently they have only 3 million subscribers. So the management is really ambitious and they, are, they want to grow even more in the future. And I think with the continuous innovation, expansion into the new markets and with more affordable products in the future, they definitely have the shot at 100 million subscribers. And if that happens, then it's gonna give a monstrous return to the shareholders. And yes, I'm talking about the so-called 10X opportunity, just like Netflix had in the past. Another important aspect for a company is its balance sheet. No matter how innovative the company is, if the balance sheet is poor, that has a negative impact on the share price in the future. So let's have a look at the balance sheet of Peloton. It has around $2 billion in cash and just $600 million in debt. So the balance sheet looks pretty solid. Their products include bike, tread, and recently more expensive versions, uh, which they call Bike Plus and Tread Plus, where the touch screens can be moved so that people can do the workouts on the floors as well. Alternatively, you can just subscribe to their digital fitness service and just stream the workouts from your phone or from the TV as well. I'm currently happy with this digital service where you get a bunch of workouts uh, including cardio, strength, meditation, and even outdoor workouts, uh, like running workout. You can do outdoor running just from uh, their app. I actually started uh, uh, doing the outdoor running uh, recently 
by using their app as well. And they also have really nice music uh, with their workout, so that also makes it more enjoyable. To sum up this episode, I believe Peloton has immersive and addictive workout classes for its customers and is building an immersive fitness community around the world. The products are sticky and well-designed and are built to last for a long time compared to many other products on the market which actually break down really quickly. And the subscription service is more affordable than fitness center fees, especially if one has a large family because you're just paying for one subscription and all of your family members can use the same service. So then it is much cheaper than compared to if all of every one member of your family is going to the fitness center and is paying the fees there. I'm personally invested in this company and might buy more shares in the future as well, but please do your own research before making any decision. I hope you learned something new in this episode. And if yes, then do like and subscribe to this uh, podcast. Invest wisely until next time. Please keep in mind that we are not financial advisors and do your own research before making any investment decisions.